check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Are you ready for the bullshit? Are you ready to laugh? Then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues Podcast, your weekly Wolf Pussy Therapy. Broadcasting from our studio in beautiful Los Angeles. And now, here's your host, Mags. Hey, yo, what up, though? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues. I'm your host, Max. So glad to be back in the Wolf Den with you one more time again this week. Hope you're feeling great. Hope you had an awesome week and all that good shit. Today's episode, Pussy in the Pew. Let's get into this shit. So, you remember when you went to church and the only person the pastor was fucking in the congregation was his motherfucking wife? Seems like everything that was once held sacred is a fucking joke now. It's one thing if a male and female come together in church and create a union. However, when did it become okay for pastors to fuck the church members? Single or not, I'll be damned if it's okay for the shepherd to fuck the flock. Today we're going to pull from the what the fuck files and discuss some instances of pastoral abuse. Mm-hmm. Allegations that a Burnsville pastor had inappropriate sexual relationships with two 18-year-old women 17 years ago in Indiana have shaken the congregation at his South Metro megachurch, resulting in a leave of absence for him and his removal from consideration for hire by a church in Tennessee. The Reverend Wes Feltner, now 41, is being accused of simultaneously dating the congregants in 2002 when he was a youth pastor in southern Indiana. The accusations have been deemed credible by Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kentucky, where Feltner taught and has been suspended and came to light after he applied for a position this fall at a church in Clarksville, Tennessee. In an email to the Star Tribune, Feltner said he had permission from their parents to date both women, but that he deeply regretted the hurt he caused. He said he's offered to speak to the women multiple times, including with a mediator, which he said was how the Bible says such accusations should be addressed. Some sexual abuse advocates and the women making the charges, both now 35, say this is another instance of pastoral abuse. Did this motherfucker just say he's offered to speak to the woman, to the the women that he, okay, who the fuck wants to talk to their abuser? Really? You feel like that's going to help the situation, you dumb fuck? Then, then... You say the Bible says this is how things like this should be addressed. You sick son of a... See, this is the shit that pisses me off about people. They utilize the Bible in the ways to justify their fuckery. Yeah, okay, whatever, nigga. Last time I checked, the Bible was a man-made book. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, stupid fuck. How the fuck you put your... You, Work hard to do whatever it is that they do to become a pastor, to walk that light. You get all these teachings and whatnot, 
and you still can't ignore your dick. Obviously, being a pastor is not for you, at least not in that time of your life. If you feel like that was an okay thing to do, them cheering, them was cheering. 18 years old, them bitches didn't know what the fuck to do with themselves or they pussy. Hence the problem. Anywho, let's move on to the next instance of pastoral abuse, shall we? On a Sunday morning in late 2017, Oakwood Baptist Church pastor Donald Foos stood before a congregation that had been blindsided by the sudden departure of their previous head pastor. In 2000, Foos was convicted and jailed for molesting an underage relative. He resigned from his role as principal of a Christian school and Pennsylvania's Department of Education stripped him of his teaching license, deeming him a danger to the health, safety, and welfare of students. Under state law, Foos can't even drive a school bus, and were he convicted after 2012, he would have been required by law to register as a sex offender. But Foose still became a pastor at Oakwood, then superintendent of the Oakwood Baptist Day School. Church leaders who were aware of his past concealed it from the congregation. Foose, 69 years old, did not respond to multiple interview requests for this story. A police investigation will ultimately find no evidence that Foose had harmed children at Oakwood. USA Today confirmed that since leaving Oakwood, Foose has preached in at least two other Baptist churches in Pennsylvania and Virginia, where the congregants were unaware of his 2000 conviction. Mm, mm, mm. You see that shit? Seem like a lot of lying be going on in the church to make things go the way people want them to go. That's that bullshit. How you conceal such a record from the congregation? Why would you? Did he pay someone off? I'm just like really confused on why would you even conceal that information from the congregation? You know why you concealed it? Because you know it was some pure fuckery that was disgusting. There wasn't nobody else finna be going for that shit. That's why that information was fucking concealed. Ooh, that is some bull to the motherfucking shit, honey. Then, this motherfucker don't even want us to come forth to, to speak on the shit or nothing or, I don't know. I can't say clear his name because, and, and, and under the investigation, I would say that he didn't do nothing to the kids there. Still, when you have a, a strike on your record, I would say, or a blemish of that caliber, you no longer work around kids. Ooh-wee. I wouldn't know how to feel if I had children in that situation, whether, you know, whether they were touched or not. Just the thought that that viable information was concealed from the congregation with children is really fucked up. It's on top of fucked up. For real. And to know that this motherfucking sick bastard was convicted and jailed for fucking with an underage relative? Who fucking knows what's on the back of this motherfucker's mind? Just saying. Why even put that shit out there like that? Here's here's the thing. 
if you were convicted, see, this is the thing I didn't know. If you was convicted before 2012, you don't have to register as a sex offender. Wow. Wow. That is a hard pill to swallow. Like, for real. That shit, they need to re-look re at that shit, for real, because that information is some really need-to-know shit. Another reason why um, a lot of people stray away from the church, because of situations like this. If you can't trust, you know, your pastor in your church home, what the fuck is the point? Everybody don't go to church for a fucking fashion, so... Some people actually need the word and all that stuff. Anywho, moving right along to the next instance of pastoral abuse. Travis Clark, 37, a former pastor at Saints Peter and Paul Roman Catholic Church, was caught videotaping himself having sex with two dominatrices on the church's altar in September, WWL reports, the altar was removed and burned by the Archdiocese of New Orleans. Archbishop Gregory Iman consecrated a replacement altar and Clark was removed from the ministry. Whoa, I'll take a moment of silence for that one right there. That shit. Did I read what I just read? Did I say what I just said? Mm, mm, mm. I want to have a discussion about this one. I really would like to, but I, for the first time, I think I'm a little speechless. Uh, just a little. Mm. What I do like is that they burnt that shit because, you know, that's supposed to be sacred, the altar, and him doing that on it doesn't make it sacred anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. You got to be a whole nother type of fucked up. I mean, they have props and shit, and you can build your own role-playing thing and do that kind of shit in your backyard or whatever, if that's what you're into. You ain't got to be fucking up the church's shit. That's, mm, that's a whole nother realm of fucked up. Pussy in the pew is what this episode is about, but he didn't make it to the pew. He was just on the altar like, fuck it. Wow. Wow, I think Travis Clark is the fucking fucked up pastor of the year. He gets the fucked up pastor of the year award. Boom. That's you. That's all you, bruh. That's all you. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, rocking and rolling with me this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoy bringing it to you. It's always a pleasure rocking, joking, and talking with you in the wolf den. Stay safe. Stay out the way. Stay out them streets. Love, peace, and motherfucking hair grease, baby. Wolf pussy. Ow. Thank you for listening with us in the Wolf Den this week. Please don't forget to subscribe and vibe at wolfpussymonologues.com. Come back next week for more shits and shenanigans. Howl at you soon. It sound right, boy.